After a long, long period at Q School, I'm now delighted to be joined by co-owner of the Big Five Sports Management Group, Paul Brown. How are you, Paul? I'm great, thanks, Andrew. How are you? Not too bad, thank you, mate. Uh, not as tired physically, mentally as you probably are. Yeah, I'm a bit drained, to be fair. That'd be a, probably be an understatement, but yeah, we're, we're back home now. and uh, um, I've got a long time off darts now because I'm not away until Wednesday. No <laughs> <laughs> rest of the week, I mean, it only wrapped up yesterday, but how would you assess the, the Big Five team performance at Q School? Um, look, it, it was... Uh, this is only my second Q School, and last year doing it with Nick, where it was the normal circumstances, the four days of like, intense pressure and competition, seeing Nick struggle a bit for three days and then absolutely blitz it the last day. But, you know... It, 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 you're in the hall, you've got eight of you, ten of you to a table, you can have a drink, you can do what you want, and then coming in this year, you have to qualify to get into Q school. And then because of the COVID restrictions, the social distancing, there's four to a table, you're all two metres apart, you can't drink, and, and, and what have you. So really challenging circumstances, but it's like anything, I suppose, if, if you can get your head bound it quick enough. Um, it's the same for everybody. So... You know, try and take the positives out of it and, and just move on. I mean, performance-wise, I mean, 1A, you know, off, off we go. So you're the guinea pigs. No, no one's done it this way before. Um, I mean, Dita, she, she, she didn't have much luck with the draw. I mean, she, she played James the first day. He, he hit absolutely everything. And I mean, Dita's a, a, a sort of, she's got a deliberate sort of throw. Um, but she struggled with the pace of the game. And then, you know, James, James, she questioned me, he's just a slow, deliberate player. And and, and Dita couldn't get into it, sadly. And and by by the last day, I mean, I think she played Kevin Thomas. And and that was a fantastic game. I mean, I think Dita averaged 84, 85. And, you know, she she frightened them. I mean, she got back to four all and I think had darts to go five, four up. And, you know, that, that could have been a little run. That, that she needed to get through, but I mean, I mean, the, the, the main the main reason for doing Q school with Dita was so that she can do the challenge tour, and hopefully there's a, a lady series or an extended lady series to go later in the year, and, a, 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 and hopefully a chance to get back to Ali Pali, which would be which would be fantastic. Um, Sam, Sam Kanki, that's that's Eddie's first event with us, um, and Sam was recommended to me by Nick Kenny. Um, we were talking, and, and he said, you know, give him a shot. He's a good young player. I think mean, he's a year to the day younger than Nick. Um, and, yeah, I th- you know, he, he, he played very well in, in the, one, the 1A group. Uh, he, he got through that on the order of merit, um, quite high up on it. Uh, he had a 100 average one day. Um, but, yeah, he's put a lot in, gelled with the team, did, you know, really got behind everybody. And, and, and that was great. And, 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 and I'm moving on to Wayne. I, I, Almost not for Wayne. I think Wayne's played by BDO, WDF, for so many years and county and uh, and playing for Wales and what have you. Um, and it, you're just going into this really quite sterile environment. And you know you're not getting somebody knock you in the shoulder when you're throwing for tops. And you know if, if you make too much noise on the table, you'll you'll get warned by security. And it's it's just difficult and um, you know all the all the 20 20 25 year olds they they, they love it because they can just just sort of crack on and and, and play darts it's just so different from what from what wayne's done i, I think he got you know he got caught a bit cold the first day by i think it was charlie 
voice silence. Um, Wayside Bruin, I think it went 15 after and then 180 against the throw. So, and then, you know, Charlie had a couple of good finishes and, and that was all it. And then, I mean, I think day two, Wayne literally bust the wire on double eight for a 136 and the guy took 156 out. Um, and, you know, he ended up not qualifying for the final stage by a leg and you think, well, that was the leg he needed. Um, so, I mean, that's a, so that was a shame, really, all, all, all around there. Um, and then moving into 1B, uh, Pink Chaos of Steve Causen now, which is Susan and John. I mean, they, they just were, they've been practicing online with Sam and with Nick. They've been doing all sorts of stuff. Um, Suits hit a nine darts of the day before 1A started. I think John hit three nine darts in something like 11 days. Um, and you know, Suits, Suits banged it out through the first first day, no problem. And, uh, and, and John qualified. Good averages, bit of double trouble here and there. But, you know, he, he, he got the job done on, on the third day. And, uh, and that was it. In, in they go. Final stages, I, I was I was very happy with with all three of their performances. I mean, I think John's first game, 104.7 average. Alan, if, if he if he didn't hit 91 to well, you know, I think 98 was his highest. I mean, he was just tremendously consistent on his scoring. When he you know taking two 150 finishes out at crucial moments, uh, he, if he needed a 140, he hit the 140. Uh, it, it, it was. It was just fantastic to watch, you know. It's, uh, you, you could see he put the work in on the board, and that's what the result was. And and John, his scoring was fantastic. He just had no luck at all. Uh, he, he had some really tough draws. Um, the third day, when he played Jake Jones, I mean, at five all, um, John's on 84, and Jake pegs out one three two and goes on to get a card. I mean, played fantastically well, well deserved, but you just think that was that was that moment where, mm. you know, you, you want him to miss that last dart and you come back, you take out the 84, you go on and, and, and maybe not get the card that day, but build up three or four points and, and move, move into the final day. But it, it, it wasn't to be. Um, and the final day, he played Liam Meek and Liam played outstanding. I mean, another tongue plus average and it, what, what can you do against it? He, he wasn't missing at all. Um, when, when you know that it's now or never, I can imagine like every dart was just, you know, increased pressure. And, 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 and Sam, yeah, again, new to him because he, he's played he's played international darts and etc. Cetera, et cetera, but he's not done anything like this for a while. Done development tour or what have you, and he just needs to tighten up a little bit on, on his game. I mean, he, he's had a, he had a hundred average in the qualifying. He opened up yesterday with a ninety-seven. He played fantastic, and it, you know, if, if, if he can get his game up to a ninety, he's, he's going to. That's like a B game, if I. He's, he's, he's going to do a lot of damage, and you know, challenge through. He'll, he'll do really well on that. So yeah, it's good, good, good to see um, the, the spirit between them all was was really good. They they adapted to the situation and and they dealt with it and they took the positives out of it and, and they just moved on and the support for each other was, was brilliant. Not happy, really happy. And I mean, there is a, a tough job for you there because you know Alan had the real high of the team by getting the card, but obviously there were the lows as well. Dieter and Wayne going out early, John John not quite getting there in the crucial moment. So. What did you do to try and kind of keep the the morale and the the team spirits up during the the well, I mean the ten days. I mean, I tell you the key thing.
around for 15 days. And he came back in, he went, I'm good now. And he said, you know, it's all about the team and all that sort of stuff. Um, we, we, we go again, nobody, you know, John, John always likes to say nobody died. Uh, and, and, but in, in, you know, evenings, we, we were doing video calls and stuff like that. Um, so when you've got the 1A players are still in playing, John and Alan on the, on, on the phone doing a video call and just roaring with laughter. I mean, it's, it, it's just impossible not to be happy when you're with John. Uh, and he'll it, it, get his, he'll get his cards. Uh, he'll, like he says, he said it might not be for 10 years. He said, but I'll never give up trying. Um, and that's all you can ask of someone, isn't it? So. It's difficult for fans watching along from home, following it on Dark Connect and the Dark Ranking website and stuff. I mean, what's it like for you being there, trying to watch your players in action and thinking about what they need to do and where they're at and everything else? Well, I mean, that, the rankings thing that the PDPA have got with the, the, where the players go green and dark green, all that, I mean, that, that's fantastic. So you can refresh that every now and again and, and, and that gives you a good feel for it. Um, the FDI rankings thing was brilliant to go in you, I, I knew exactly where they had to be at any time I mean Suits was panicking a bit when he saw that he wasn't dark green yesterday at the start of it I, when, he, when he won his game to put him onto five points so I, I gave him a little tap and I said you, you're good now mate just you know just relax and enjoy it and he said how, how do you know this I said look you're on plus 15 or whatever Lex I said just, just keep enjoying it and obviously when he then got to six points and then seven points, it was like happy days. But even I was questioning myself yesterday when it was about two hours after he lost before he went dark race. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, we, I said it was, it was five points and about plus 11 leg difference. And I think, it, I think in the end it was sort of five points and plus seven, I think, got you in. So not seven and, and a very healthy positive, I think, you know. Uh, job done, which, which is good, especially his first time of asking. And I mean, he's through now, and uh, when I spoke to him earlier, he's very modest in his goals for the first year in the PDC, but I mean, how far do, do you think he can go? Yeah, um, no, it took me 18 months to convince him to do this. We had a lot of jokes in Zurich in 2019. Um, on the Saturday, every time he saw me go, he put up five fingers on one hand and one on the other and just go, big six, big six. And I, I had to explain that it's got nothing to do with the number of players, but be still for the whole weekend, big six, big six. And he, he won the Helvetia Open on the Sunday, um, and we went out in the evening for a few beers and everything. And I, I've, I've always thought he's a great player, and every time he posts a good county average or something, I'd say, great darts, hashtag big six. <laughs> and this went on just you know for like a year and lots of laughter and everything. And then I messaged him, must have been September time, October time, and I said, we've got to do this, boy. And he was like, yeah, when we had a 25-minute phone conversation that day. And he said, I'm in. Uh, yeah, uh, how, how far can he go? I mean, it's, I'm, I'm not going to put any, any pressure on him because it's another new experience that he's going to go into next Thursday. You know, there are 128 great dart players in the room and you don't know, you know, draw on the four days. And, he, you know, he could, he could get MVG day one, he could get... Because he don't, you know, it, you don't know. So what you do know is he's going to turn up, he's going to be well prepared, he's going to have his head on, and he'll, and he'll do the right thing. And after four days, we'll, you know, we'll see where he is on the order of And then, then he's got the UK Open. Again, a completely different experience. Um, and for, for everybody 
this year, a, a, again, a completely different experience. I mean, Nick, Nick will, will adapt to it well because he's just done the World Championships behind closed doors. And it is strange. I mean, I've done Ali Pali many, many times. And to be saying in a room that seats 5,000 people or whatever, and there's four people watching, like the two metre gaps. Strange, and, and that's something to adapt to. But again, you know, for, for Susie, he's never done anything like this before. He's done international darts on stage and, and, and what have you, and he's done lakeside. But it, you know, he's not played with with just the crowd noise rumbling on on the speakers. That's that's all sort of canned noise. So yeah, we we, we yeah we just, we just see. You know, there's four more pro tours shortly after that, and, and then hope, hopefully the journal one as well in April. The COVID situation seems to be improving so so hopefully it's good but yeah it's it's a two-year journey um i mean nick, nick had a, a a good first year good solid first year i mean getting into the world was was a fantastic achievement um i mean he always has his last minute nick and he he did it on the last on the last day he could um but that's made such a change for him mm. um and, and i think with alan coming onto the tour now it's that's going to help nick as well because it's not just him carrying the flag on the PDC for Big Five. It's the pair of them, and they can feed and bounce off each other. And you know, if he wants to have a practice with somebody, he's got a good player to practice with. And you know, Alan's a fireman. He's been in the forces. He's got his head on right. He's got the right approach to everything. And I think it will be great for the pair of them. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to next week. Um, and, and again, it's so different from, from, from last year. I mean, last year we went to Barnsley, we did the induction evening. Um, you know, you could go to Riley's and you could play a bit of pool in the evening and relax or whatever. You could have a guest. And, and, and this year, the induction evening's online by, by Zoom or Teams or whatever. Um, and, and, you know, there's no, we've, we've got to have a room each and, and whatever. And that's just what it is. And it's the same for everybody. And you, you just got to adapt. But again, Alan doesn't know any different. So, you know, he's just done Q score. He's seen what the rules are. Happy days. Crack on. You know, the Pro Tours are coming up. As you said, the UK Open, we've just had Q school. How much work goes into that from you for organising flights, rooms, testing, and also keeping up to date with all the relevant guidelines and restrictions? We're really lucky. I mean, the, the way the PDC run all this, it's, it's pretty straightforward to keep on top of. You, you get emailed by, by the tournament director. You'll get, you, you get a player's brief. You get a hotel brief. You get a COVID brief. You get an email when you're testing time. It's, everything like that's taken care of. So I, I, I'm not booking anything. Before you could choose where you're going to stay. Now you have to stay in the hotel. They tell you you're going to stay in, and this is the cost. Right, it works out a bit more because you could have stayed so and so. I saw people that were pulling out because you know costs were going up three or four hundred pounds per per person because you had to stay on site, and it was this rate. But it's no bad thing to be on site. I mean, sometimes it's it's nice to be able to go out, but that's just not the way of the world at the moment. So that's quite straightforward. You, you email Haley. Say I need this many rooms for this many nights. She comes back really quick. She's fantastic at what she does, and and that's that taken care of. You got to book a flight. That's no problem. Got to book a couple of trains. That's fine. It, uh, I had to re- do a lot more reading up on on the COVID situation for John because I thought straight away, when he 
initially he's in this C I can never remember what it stands for, CTA, common something area. Um and he didn't need a COVID test and he didn't come over, but I had to get him sorted out for one for him to go back home. And again that's a challenge in itself because you can't go out because you're in a bubble. So blah, blah, blah. Managed to find somebody that couriered it to the hotel and we couriered it back to the lab and he passed that evening and he's back home with his family now, so that's good. But it's, it's, in April, it's five years I've been doing this now. And like the first first year, I was like a rabbit in headlights and if it wasn't for Paul James uh, helping me and pointing me in the right direction, I, you know, I probably would have turned up in the wrong country on some point. <laughs> Now, something I did want to touch on, um, I know in the, the last phase, there was some talk, obviously Nathan Rafferty's father sadly passed away and he had to pull out. And I know there was some talk about 
Wayne Warren coming in and, and whatever. There were some people saying he hadn't answered his phone. Can you clarify actually what happened there? Um, I mean, I, I was obviously keeping close tabs on it. I sort of hope Wayne would stay on anyway, even though he hadn't qualified. If he chose to go home, which he could have done. I mean, even if he qualified, he could have gone home and come back because everybody was having a second COVID test when they come back. So that, that, that wasn't an issue. Um, I, I just said, dude, I'd worked out basically in second reserve and that wasn't going to change. Um, it was about 11 o'clock on the Saturday morning and I just messaged him and said, I need you to, you know, pack your bag, get your darts, your shirts and everything and, and come, come on down. And he went, oh, okay, why? I said, well, you're second reserve. Um, and he went, oh, okay. And, but then there was some issue about the weather. And then I tried to phone him probably about half one or two o'clock. And his phone just rang and rang. And I said to Steve, I said, I'm really busy, as you can imagine. Mm. Can you phone him? And Steve phoned him multiple times, and there was no answer. And like, the PDC were trying to help. The, the last time he could have had a test was eight in the evening. I said to them, well, of course, I'm going to do everything I can to get back. Uh, and I'll let you know. And they, they asked me in the evening, and I said, I've not been able to get hold of him. So I, I, I just don't know, and I, I, I haven't spoken to him since. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, forget about darts and everything. You know, a, a young lad lost his dad, and that's, mm. that's, that is the, the issue here. But back on the dark side of things... You know, if you come up and got tested, then yes, he would, he would have played on the Saturday. Uh, sorry, the Sunday. Um, and that was that. And I, I did ask the PDC, if, if, you know, could, could we pay for a private test? Uh, and he plays days two, three, and four. Um, and that was just a no, because it had to be tested on the Saturday, everyone on the same test. And I said, that's, that's fine. I, I, I totally understand. But, um, and, we, you know, we moved on. Uh, and everything they do with the testing and that is it, it's great. I mean, they, you, you see how they learn every event. Mm. I mean, if I, if I go back to like the early events, you know, now the distancing is incredible, and there's like one-way systems everywhere, and you this you can sanitise this and whatever. And security are doing patrols. If you get too close, they'll they'll, they'll move you apart. They're making sure you got your mask on and everything. Um, and and they're very professional, very polite. You know, do that. Um, you know, and, and that's how it should be. So yeah, I mean, you, you, I, there was quite a lot of negative comment on social media. This shouldn't be going ahead and that, and what, what have you. But they do absolutely everything they can to make that event safe. And um, you know, at the end of the day, people don't think twice about going into their local Tesco's or whatever. And there's far more chance of anyone getting <laughs> COVID in there than. And I presume you'll be catching up with Wayne in the, in the relatively near future anyway. Yeah, I, I, I was hoping he, he, he was going to call today. Um, 
So I, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm sure the guy's disappointed. Hmm. Um, but like, like I said earlier, I don't think the setup there does him any favours. It just it, it it's just so different to what he's used to. Hmm. And, and you know, it's, I think a younger player can adapt to changes that are that massive. Uh, uh, I don't think. I don't know. I don't. It is, it is so different. I mean, I, I, I used to love doing all the, like the WDF events and stuff, and, and with certain players, we, we, we're still going to do that. You know, there, there will be when it comes back. But they are different, and, and I, I don't know. I, I, you know, there may not be any WDF events this year. I know they're planning their majors and what have you. But because of COVID, you know, I don't think they have... They, they just don't have the budget to, to do events like the PDC doing, you know. You can't have a holiday camp event where you need yeah. 700 people or 1,000 people in there um, because they're paying the sponsor prize money or whatever and they need to get it back over the bar. It's just not working now. So, you, you know, you can't run a WDF system where you've got 128 people maximum and you've got socially distanced and you can't have an alcohol license or it, it, it's just not going to work. Hmm. So, uh, you know, Data's on that side of, of, of the system have just got to be extremely patient, and you know they have to make do with online or whatever. Or if they did do Q school, they've got they've got the challenge to run, and I think it's be eight events before June. I, I don't know. I would imagine they might even do those in one block because you know, if you're going to have to test everybody, it makes sense to only test them once. Mm. And if you've got Europeans and foreign players travelling over, it makes sense to only make them travel once. Hmm. So I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I mean, obviously that that suits us. If it's, it's great, then if you if you've got four days or two events per day, if if, if you're in a bit of form, it's it's, it's a welcome thing. I mean, it's grueling and it's it's hard, but you know that's that's what they do. I mean, you know, if you got to play darts twelve hours a day, John John O'Shea will love it. You know, <laughs> why only why only twelve? You'll probably say, you know. <laughs> So, uh, and as Peter would say, it is what it is, you know, just, <laughs> just, just get on with it. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we don't know what's happening there, and, um, but, but they, you know, they, they've got all, all, you know, they're trying to sort the Premier League out, and, you know, that's behind closed doors, and re reintroducing the crowd as and when they can do it safely. I mean, there's so many things that, that they're doing, and, and you think when, when we were, we, we're in Milton Keynes, they had the snooker event going on, but the snooker players are on this floor and the dark players are on this. You know, it's the logistics of running this in a, in a safe way is incredible. And, this, and they have every base covered. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it, 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 like I say, I, I feel safer when I'm at dark now than I do sort of anywhere else. <laughs> I mean, you go on a tube, tube train trying to go to work or something, you're not going <laughs> to the office and... I, I walk off sometimes, you know, you, you get on a train, there's like 50 people on there and seven without a mask, but like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, in the midst of all of that, you had your 50th birthday, you know, at Milton Keynes Hotel Room, how was that? Yeah, it wasn't really what I was planning, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a few video calls with the lads and that, and uh, I, I, I bought myself a nice bottle of champagne and drank that, but it's, uh, yeah, about that. You can celebrate stuff at, at any time, can't you? It doesn't have to be on the day. But um, yeah, well, uh, I wasn't worried about it. I was, I was just pleased that we were there and that, that the event had gone on. I mean, even the way they broke it all up, I mean, you couldn't have had an event with four or five hundred players like normal. Hmm. That just couldn't happen. But they came out with a new system, and 
And something else I want to ask, obviously you've picked up Suits and Sam Kankit in the last few months. Any more additions on the horizon for, for the Big Five? Uh, not, not at the moment. I mean, uh, I mean Q, Q School was, was a, big, a, a big thing for us this year, you know, taking five players um, with, with the huge costs that were involved. <laughs> uh, it, it would have been nearer to 55 or, or, or more. It, it, 
see the difference. So, it, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the German, German event's on and, and, and we get to go away again. It is, it's a nice setup there as well. I mean, it's, it's where it's just the same hotel they used for the European Q School. Hmm. So, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's like a full bubble there. You're not allowed off site or anything like that, but the yeah, food was good and, you know, nice terrace you could sit on and you can exercise in the grounds and stuff like that. So, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. But, but some, some players, you, you see, they struggle with. With that, you know, you're used to going out, you're used to being, being able to go out in the evenings and have a pint somewhere and, and what have you. But again, you don't focus on what you can't do, focus on what you can do and, and put your energy into that. And uh, I don't know, I think too many too many people just look at the negatives and, um, and moan. And, you know, but at the end of the day, there's tournaments you can play for and you're still playing for £10,000 a day to, to the winner. Hmm. Um, if, it, if it was horse racing, you'd be playing for 4000 um, you know, there's so much prize money being slashed, but everything's still there for for them. So, but you know, you, I'd say COVID has got to be put into the, the history books by the end of the year. Otherwise, it, it, it almost certainly got to come down. You can't keep losing, you know, five thousand ticket sales a day or ten thousand double sessions at World Championships and and the like and. Well, thank you very much for your time this evening, Paul. I really appreciate it. And it's nice to, to ask you some questions that aren't just, is so-and-so available for an interview at this time? Travelled down with John. John's flight was seven hours before suits, but 